0: I'm Doctor Amy Bader, and I'm Doctor Renee Rosenfeld. Welcome to Be Natural, a place to come for the latest buzz in natural medicine. Episode Nine The Woo. <laughs> This is Dr. Amy Bader. And Dr. Renee Rosenfeld, and this is our woo
1: episode, y'all. <laughs> we're gonna get woo woo on you guys. You knew we had to go there. Okay, so we wanna start by saying mm-hmm. we're both science geeks. Like totally. Physics, organic. Organic, like are we Obsessed with that stuff. We've genetics. Always been, like we obviously embrace science and research and all that in our practices. But we have come to realize that humans are very complex in our yes. practices.
0: Totally. And they're so, we're so multifaceted and multidimensional that, you know, we're so much more than just lab work or how our organs function. You know, there's this whole other kind of metaphysical, energetic side to being human that's spiritual and emotional and that's energetic. And we wanted to tap into that and kind of talk to you guys about things that we
1: do and things that, you know, we think about and talk we've about. Seen, that we've yeah. seen. Yeah. I mean, I think it's safe to say we think outside the box. We We end up with really complex cases in our practices. People have usually seen a number of other doctors Mm. when they show up in our office. And and, and, and literally all the obvious stuff has been done. And so we do embrace some of the things or maybe a little bit outside the normal scope of what a doctor would think about. But I don't know. I think it makes us kind of cool. So I think it makes us really (laughs) well-rounded and
0: what we do works for us and works for our patients, and so we just want to share the woo with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: So let's start by talking. So this is a really cool thing, Renee. I recently did a lecture for my students on basically how to treat the emotional body when you're working with someone who's got a chronic disease. And
0: this is what we both do in our practices, and you know, you taught me how to do that so many years ago, and it's really the Cornerstone of both of our practices because you can't treat one without the other. I really
1: don't think you can. And and we're not, I mean, we didn't just invent this. I mean, there's thousands of years of tradition in like Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine and late Native American medicine. All of these traditional medicines have really seen that there's a complexity to illness that goes beyond just the obvious. Yeah. Right. And so we're writing some really awesome coattails there. But you well, know, for instance, we talk a lot about the liver and how it's about anger. Totally. Right? And so, and irritability and yeah. resentment. Well, mm-hmm. when someone comes in and they have a liver problem, I'm like, what are you mad about? Yeah, what are you mad about? And they, sometimes they'll look at me like, how'd you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But really, like, if you've got a lingering problem going on, okay, here's one thing I tell my students. You're going to laugh because okay. you've probably heard this. Like. Okay. I will always laugh and say, the vagina is a woman's (laughs) second throat.
0: (laughs) I, this is probably the 25th time I've ever heard her say this. How many times have you heard a woman, like,
1: chronic vaginitis who's fundamentally angry at her partner? Well, yeah. And I'll always ask her, like, okay, what's making you mad? Like, what's constantly festering that's upsetting you? And and Mm. almost always they're like, oh my gosh. Yes. And and part of healing that problem is actually dealing with the emotion or a woman with, chronic bladder infections and mm-hmm. I'll say what's pissing you off or what are you scared about yeah the fear with the the renal or uh, the kidneys yeah. right mm-hmm. the bladder, so yeah. and sometimes things that make you mad are things that actually scare you oh yeah all right? the time oh right yeah mm-hmm. and so we do those deep dives into you know weird land but weird land <laughs> I don't even know what else to call it but you know It's funny. This is why I drink tea. Okay, if you go to my website, you'll see me drinking tea on my homepage. Because that's the view most of my patients get of me. Yeah. Because I just stop and drink my tea and I let people talk. I'm like, how are you? And I let people talk. And I'm like, what makes you mad? And I'll drink my tea Mm -hmm. until they tell me. It's (laughs) a great trick. It's a great trick. But it's also a really therapeutic situation for people, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, um. Oh gosh! What what else can we say? So, how about chronic stomach problems? Oh, it's not being able to stomach life, and I know we talked about this. um,
0: We talked about this in our optimizing digestion. I think
1: episode three, back in back (laughs) Back in the archives. (laughs) I know, (laughs) go back and listen that one. But Um, like, are you accept? It's like, are you willing to accept what life is giving you? Yeah, and oftentimes, people who can't do that will have. Some kind of stomach problem Mm -hmm. or lower down in the GI where your Mm -hmm. body, you know, your gut kind of determines what's you and what's not you, what gets Mm -hmm. to come in, what doesn't get to come in. And do you have poor boundaries and do you have, you know, IBS to go with it, you know? And nausea is oftentimes like you're
0: so uncomfortable with change. And so you're just like, you're just unsettled where you're at. And that's where chronic nausea can come in. It's really interesting. That's fascinating. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so different organs and different, um, different you know physical ailments can point us to an emotional cause or root cause. And you taught me about Louise Hay. Yeah, I you love can Louise heal your Hay. life so many
1: years ago. That, that it's, book, she's amazing. I, that it's the one book I've had. I've had that book for years and yep, years. Yeah, I bought it like I have eight years pages pages ago because it's falling you. out of it because I've looked at it so many times. Mm-hmm. It's so. Interesting. If you haven't seen that book, go pick up that book. You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Yep. It's amazing. There's a glossary in the back mm-hmm. that, and by the way, this does not substitute for proper medical care no. people, but there's a glossary in the back where you can look up an ailment or like a problem, like an organ that might help yeah. problem, whatever, and it will actually have like this energetic traumatic emotional kind of emotional component. component to it and actually give you an affirmation to try and heal that. Um, but, man, I've looked in that book so many times. And and 90% of the time, it's right Spot on the money on. to the point where it can give you goosebumps. Yeah. That's why Dr. Renee and, er, and I are so nosy. Like, we, we are always <laughs> doing the deep dive. Like, tell me about your childhood. You know, when did this start? What was going on? Because we know... That there's almost always going to be an emotional component to whatever that illness is. And so much of that is because
0: while we're developing as children, our organs are developing. And different processes within the body are developing. And so if something's happening, like I always... And we'll talk about thyroid stuff at another episode. But around age 7 is when our thyroids are developing. And if something happens around that time, it can make your thyroid or metabolism a little wonky later on down the road and the thyroid in particular is the guardian of the emotions and so um it can create a pattern where maybe you don't express yourself and the throat chakra is all about self-expression and your right. thoughts and stuff like that so we can talk more about the thyroid in particular
1: later but um yeah well yeah. just think about what happens. You know, if you're, let's say you're six years old, your thyroid is in the height of its development, mm-hmm. and you have a huge trauma. The my stress, parents got divorced around that yeah, time. Yeah, the stress so, yeah. of that, just like the hormones that surge around that yep. stress and how that's going to affect your development, and if that gland is really all about your ability to communicate and
0: express
1: and express yourself, and you weren't able to do that, mm-hmm. that in and of itself is going to be a problem for life, right? I yeah. always ask my women with Hashimoto's, I'm like, how's your relationship with your mom between ages four and seven? Yeah. <laughs> Because I've like, oh, seen, it. I've seen a pattern. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Okay. Chakras, you mentioned. Oh, yeah. Chakras. So
0: while we're on the,
1: woo. Oh, we're on the woo.
0: <laughs> um. Well, we're talking about the thyroid. So with some of my thyroid patients specifically, you know, hypothyroid or hyperthyroid or graves, you know, sometimes I'll have them wear blue a lot. I'll just yeah. say, you know, incorporate more blue into your wardrobe, sleep in a blue t-shirt, you taught me that, B. Um, you know, wear a turquoise pendant, like something. Blue scarves. Blue scarves <laughs> around the neck. Oh my gosh. Um, And it's interesting too, like some women are like, wow, I feel so good. Like I need this right now.
1: Like this color therapy idea. And Bader, you taught me about that. Oh man, so So I can't even tell you how many times I've sent people home on the treatment plan that says I want you to wear orange underwear and a yellow T shirt to to bed bed or whatever, some combination. Matter of fact, there was a point where (laughs) I had a patient who worked at Nike and she was a colorist and she was like teasing me that she wanted me to specify shades with people because she knew other people from Nike were coming in. She's like, I'm over this shade of yellow. Can you recommend this shade of yellow so that they will subconsciously want me to change the color of Nike shoes? So funny. But like, think about like, so the way the chakra colors go, it's the base chakra. The first chakra is red. And that's all about like core survival, trust, that kind of stuff. Trusting and then, the
0: universe, yep. Trusting, kind of belonging
1: to your fundamental core tribe, right? Mm-hmm. Basic and then, trust. And then you child. go kind of work your way up, kind of around where your sex organs are, and that's orange, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And so, and that's about sexuality, And creativity, and creativity, right? So think about what happens in the universe, uh, a universe, a uterus. <laughs> you can't be like creating life, <laughs> creating life, creating life. So, like, if a woman has a problem, like fibroids, for instance, Mm -hmm. in her uterus, I will often say, okay, what's it going to hurt to go buy some orange underwear and just wear them to bed, you know? Mm -hmm. The next one up is yellow. And this is, I have so many patients who are, like, corporate executives. They're making decisions all day long. They're trying to weigh, like, what do I think versus what does everyone else think and, like, Kind of get that dividing line and that third chakra that's represented by yellow solar plexus solar plexus is all about what's me versus not me. Like, how can I make a decision from me Mm -hmm. that's right from me? And it's so yellow,
0: and that's also about like wisdom and power and like your inner knowing. So like that's I teach my patients a lot about because I get a lot of patients that you know have the problem like trusting themselves or trusting the universe, and that's also a root chakra problem. But it's also like. You know, dropping down into that inner knowing place of self, and that's all solar plexus. So mm-hmm. maybe I should have them wear yellow t shirts. I have two yellow
1: t shirts that I wear to bed. That's I rotate so good. them. <laughs> Especially when I'm going through points in my life where I have to make big decisions for myself, mm-hmm. I will often put on a yellow t shirt. And if I really, really want to tap into my inner self, I'll put a, a purple one over the top of it, but we'll get the purple <laughs> one in a minute. <laughs> So we have
0: a two-tier shirt yeah, We have a two-tier shirt. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going to hurt? That's all I'm Oh, no, it's perfect. And then your heart's actually green. It's all about love and healing yeah. and
1: respect. And, oh, such a good one. Wrap yourself up in green. Yeah. Really. And, and the other thing I love to do for the heart chakra, Renee, is mm-hmm. give people hawthorn berry as, a, oh. as an herb. Native Americans mm-hmm. used to use it to heal their heart, heal mm-hmm. grief and mm-hmm. broken hearts. I love it for your heart chakra. And
0: also, it's it's so good. Green's also so good for the liver. And so oftentimes, part of a patient's treatment plan, I'll say, you need to go on a hike in nature and surround yourself in green. green. I know. So it's literally like a therapeutic dose of that color therapy of the nature and the plants and the greenery. Um, It's so good for the liver and the heart. So green... One of my favorites. Yep.
1: We and talk, we're back up to blue, yeah. which is the third, which we talked about communication. Ago.
0: Yep. The um the garden of the emotions. So it's like a lighter blue. Um, and then the third eye.
1: That's like a deeper kind of indigo mm-hmm. kind of color. Mm-hmm. And I've learned different colors for the top couple Same. chakras. Yeah. But basically, that's really thought to be your pineal gland, right? Yeah. Like your kind of window into the universe mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. your uterus your awareness yeah. your
0: awareness and yes. your consciousness and um i love needling well i'm not actually needling the pineal gland but in acupuncture like a lot of the times i'll kind of thread a little needle around that third eye chakra and it's On really the forehead. in the forehead yeah. and it's in between the eyes and it's really gentle but it is really nourishing and it really right. helps a person get centered right
1: now speaking of needling uh, for the top shot the crown chakra don't you guys often stick a needle, like needle in the top of the head time. what's the purpose in chinese so medicine so it's for interesting that? so we'll say that you know
0: that crown chakra is all about spirituality it's also about higher consciousness and enlightenment and all of those things but i so some i've had some teachers say that that top you know, crown chakra acupuncture point can, like, lift. Um, So, like, I often do it when I have a patient that could be depressed or their energy is low because it literally helps lift their energy up. Mm -hmm. Um, And then sometimes I'll also needle it on top and then I'll do some, you know, needles down at the feet to just, like, balance everything out above and below. Um, But also the chakras are all along the conception vessel in Chinese medicine. Um, And so I oftentimes, like, needle... Right around different chakras all the time, mm-hmm. and that also helps kind of bring more energy into that whatever thing I'm kind of working on. With God, that I'm so jealous!
1: You have needles. I just have underwear and t-shirts. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone back to school. <laughs> it's okay, but you have me to needle. Well, I think you, people so. do all kinds of things like tuning forks. Oh, and yeah. You know, I love tuning crystals force. on the chakras. Yeah, and there's all kinds of really interesting things people are mm-hmm. doing, and you know what? I, I I'm sure. That for whatever woo we're talking about, somebody out there has been cured by it. You know what I mean? Like absolutely tuning forks—the right person and the right time. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody has benefited, which is you know it's it's just interesting. I love
0: tuning forks; they're so like sound bait, like sound baths and sound healing. Like, I want to go to a sound. I know there is a
1: sound bath in like Joshua Tree. We should go. That sounds interesting. Well, That's have nice. you ever swam with dolphins? No. Okay, so when you're in the water with dolphins... I'm a little scared. They, okay. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm the biggest scaredy cat I know, and I jumped in the ocean with okay. like 70 different dolphins, and okay. they were all up in my face, and I'm like, oh my goodness. But yeah. it was cool because when they're... In the water with you, and you're under the water, and they make their squealy sounds. So cute. you can feel the middle of your head rattle. Like yeah. there's something to sound waves Ugh. at certain frequencies that I know. Oh, they are doing something. energy. Yes. Well, it's interesting because you hear that people heal after swimming with dolphins, mm-hmm. right? You've heard those anecdotal stories yeah. of like my cancer went away or whatever. Um, and it's interesting because. It literally feels like those sound waves can break up calcifications or they can get of something vibrating enough to function better or whatever. It's really interesting. That is so cool. Super woo. I love it. It is. That was honestly one of the best things that I ever did I for need myself. I do it. Yeah, I would recommend doing it with some supervision, unlike me. Okay. <laughs> but it was still okay. one of the coolest. I live to tell about it. That's yeah.
0: good. Um, so with color therapy, y'all... If you feel like one of your chakras is kind of like needs a little love, or I would just like throw on that colored T shirt and go to bed. Yeah, or wear more of that colors. Like you know, like intuitively, if it feels good, do it. If it doesn't, it's not hurting anyone. It's a it's a T shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Try it. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the cool thing. It's like, what's it gonna hurt? It's only gonna help. Like
0: Bader, Bader, and I are recording right now, and we're
1: both we wearing both showed a pink, up in pink today, pink
0: tops, and I just think. We're so intuitive.
1: <laughs> That's so really cute. fun. Yeah. Okay, so... Rituals. Rituals. I really feel like the body fundamental... This goes back to my science brain. Yeah. The body loves rhythm.
0: Uh, the endocrine
1: system loves rhythm. Yes. And so rituals are part woo, and they're part duh. <laughs> they just duh. help. They just help your physiology on a very, like, chemical level. And so what do you like to do for your rituals?
0: Well... I have a bedtime ritual I do every night, and I know Bader does too. And we'll talk about yeah. that, and then we'll kind of talk about other rituals you can incorporate into your life. But um, I try to go to bed early. We just talked about that and a couple episodes back about sleep. But um, every night I get in bed and read, and before I get or before I start reading, I get in bed. I put one hand on my heart and one hand on my belly button. You know, my lower dantian, my energy center there, and I talk to the universe and tell it, you know, everything I'm grateful for and thank the universe for everything I'm grateful for. I used to start saying just like three things, but now my list is so long and it's different <laughs> every night. And sometimes like, all I, or I I'll do that every night and I just start smiling and it's just the most beautiful ritual I can do for myself to feel really one with the universe and really at peace. And then I, um, and then When times are hard or if I'm having a hard time or I often recommend this to patients, I'll say, you know, you know, say, universe, show me what I need to see about blah, blah, blah. So, um, I've had, I've done this multiple times in my life and usually later, you know, the next day or several times the next day, I will see all these signs like I'm on the right path I'm doing the right thing or whatever the question is or whatever I need more light to be shed upon, like I will get a very clear message from said universe. So, <laughs> at 11.11?
1: 11,
0: 11, yeah, at 11. Well, we're going to talk about numbers yeah, yeah. or angel numbers or life path yeah. numbers in a minute. But um, I do I do the gratitude thing every night without fail. And some nights I'm like, I'm so tired, but I do it anyway. And I sleep blissfully and it's, it's a game changer.
1: Gratitude. If you talk to, like Oprah talks about this a lot, like gratitude is one of the most important aspects of success Mm -hmm. and manifesting Mm -hmm. what you want because Mm -hmm. it puts you in the present and it puts you in a place of abundance in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important. I do that too. I mean, I, my rituals pretty simple. I mean, mm-hmm. every single night I take a bath. There's very few nights I don't take a bath. Yeah. Usually it's if I'm traveling or something, but I take a bath. I will almost always put some kind of sea salt into my bath. I love minerals at night. The best. Super grounding. And I, you know, I just sit in the quiet
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and try to just kind of listen to myself versus the copious amounts of BS that's flying around all the time in our faces, oh my God. you know. So loud. And my ritual around gratitude is really an eleven eleven thing. We're going to talk about numbers in a little bit, yes. but when I see a clock at eleven eleven, which by the way I do probably every twelve hours, you know, unless I go to bed when I should. But I every day I every think day. I feel like I, I turn 11. and I see
0: it. It's crazy. And on eleven, I take a screenshot on my phone. I send it to my mom. She goes, yeah. Oh, my God. I, my know, I know. I know. My odometer
1: on my last car was like one 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 one, And I was at a red light. I'm like, oh my God, take a picture of that. Yeah. Like, But that's my moment. That particular, it, it's always had a meaning for me yeah. in my life, but there was a point of transition in my life where there was someone else in my life who was so helpful to me. He, no, no idea how even helpful yeah. this person was to me. He did has no clue, but at that point, that eleven eleven just took on a new meaning. Mm-hmm. And every time I see it, I stop and think, Oh my goodness, I'm so grateful for the transitions that I've had and the trajectory that I'm on mm-hmm. at that pivotal point in my life. And so that is like this just, you know, a couple seconds of like, wow. What a cool I mean, the things that you think are happening by chance are never happening by chance. I know. <laughs> they really are. And it's just I mean, when you step back and you think, Oh wow, this is I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, doing exactly what I'm supposed to do, it's very healing. So healing. hmm. I love, okay. love, so, love
0: that. I'm sure we have other rituals too. We but do. Let's Um, I try to start every morning with, like, I make my own green juice, I try to not be on my phone, like, pretty simple, easy things like that, but, um, I'm trying to think. No, nighttime one, like, getting in bed early, doing my gratitude, Mm -hmm. if I'm going through a really hard time, connecting with the universe, oh, meditation. Yeah, you know what, you gotta talk
1: about, I mean, meditation is so beyond woo at this point, it's very well studied, and it's shown... To be incredibly beneficial for your brain mm-hmm. and the rest of your your body. So, I mean, I, I was kind of left when I did a story for Instagram that I'm going to post, but it's like, why are we not all doing this? It's the simplest thing we can all do, and it's so profoundly healthy. I know. I think, and I, I did a post on Instagram
0: recently about this, and I've been studying meditation for many years and lots of different kinds of it. And I know for me, it's a, it's a, it's a constantly evolving process because at certain times in my life, one kind of meditation works and sometimes it doesn't. So I have to find another kind or pull out my you know, toolbox and what kind of meditation works for me. But I think we put such pressure on ourselves to meditate a certain way or have expectations <laughs> yeah. about meditation. And so like there was a time I was meditating for two hours a day it was wild. (laughs) Really? Um, Yeah. Who's got time for that? I made time for it. Wow. Because I was having a really hard, traumatic time and I I really needed it. Mm -hmm. But then I came to a place where I was like, I don't want to do this for two hours and I need to find a better type of meditation that I want to do. And that's the key for everyone. And that's what I really recommend is I try to help my patients find the right kind of meditation for them. I'm not married to one kind because not one works for all. So... Right now, um, I think it's really helpful if you're starting out with meditation to just sit and breathe. That is it. Yep. Sit cross-legged on your couch. Wrap yourself up in a blanket. Get relaxed and literally breathe. Just focus on your breath. Just breathe. And if you need, if, you're, if that's too hard, then I often have my patients like inhale compassion, let go at the exhale. Inhale forgiveness, let go at the exhale. Inhale peace, let go of the exhale, and after just doing that, you're gonna be smiling. I mean, I do every time, and then I keep doing those three words, and it's just that's all I need some. that days. is lovely. Thank you. I made it up. <laughs> I love it.
1: Me I'm too. gonna I'm gonna borrow it, but I will yeah, definitely give you credit you. for that. I think it's great. But yeah, it's, it's really about so, creating just the yeah. rhythm with your breath, mm-hmm. where you're not. And if your mind goes down a tangent, that's okay. It's fine, just bring it back. Just bring it back and get recentered. I and mean, even mm-hmm. if you only have five minutes, it's yeah. going to be better than not doing anything. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of people who are super successful. I must have read something recently with like the most successful people. They their, They all have a morning ritual.
0: Yeah.
1: They all meditate. Mm-hmm. They have quiet time. Yep. They no they get time. up and they exercise, meditate, and they they you know they keep people at bay for a while. Yeah, and then they're way more effective a.m. the rest then of get, the day. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. When I when I when my day allows me to do that, I'm my best. Absolutely. But but also with um meditation, like there are great apps out there. Like I do qigong, I do tai chi, um. But I do what feels right to me every day. Like I. Some people are like, you have to do it every day. And I, I'm no. sorry, I don't believe that. You don't like, have to
1: do anything every day. No, I want
0: <laughs> you to do what feels best to you. But, like, if you're a patient and, you know, that's what I believe well, I tell to pa- be. Like, what's... a little bit's better than none. Oh, totally. Do it for five minutes. And the first might... 30 seconds is the hardest. And then once you get into it, you're just breathing yeah. and sitting. And you're just bringing your nervous system in a, in a more parasympathetic, relaxed place. And that's, sometimes that's all it needs, and then sometimes you need 30 minutes, and sometimes you need to do a little Tai Chi or Qigong and shaking mm-hmm. and all those things. So meditation's great. Sit and breathe. Start yeah. there.
1: That's all you need to do to start. Okay, you need to tell me about these angel numbers that you've been talking about. Okay,
0: I don't know a lot about it yet. I'm, like, just yeah. diving
1: into it. Um. But because you figured out my number,
0: I right figured before out we your start. life
1: path number. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. So life path number, I'm still just learning about this too, y'all. Mine's eleven, and I see eleven, eleven on every clock. <laughs> we both do. We, we both were. do. So eleven, eleven <laughs> is just the thing. But life path numbers, what you do is you add like the month plus the day plus the year. So like, let's say you were born March third, nineteen thirty three. So you would add 3 plus 3 plus 1 plus 9 plus 3 plus 3. What is that? So oh, that's gosh. You're going to make 18. me do math. <laughs> so that's – anyway, I'm not doing math right Don't now do math. But you're going to come
1: up with a two-digit number. You're two going to come up number. with a
0: two-digit number and just add it together until you get a number under 21. And so typically it's best to have – and then it's best to have a number, you know, under 10. And then you can Google, like, life path number. Mine's 11. <laughs> Hers is a different seven. One. Hers is 7. I'm a 7. Um, so life path number is just kind of, like, it's, like, another just, like, kind of woo-woo cool thing of, like, what is, who are you as a person? Kind of how do you, how are you seen in the world? How do you operate? How do you function? And it's cool. And then another thing, angel numbers, I started reading about them when I was going through a really hard time and I just felt like when I needed to use that universe, show me what I need to see and then also I just need daily affirmation from the universe in my life to just help me get through the day. I was just having a really hard time and I needed help getting through my days and so I would see 1111 everywhere. Sometimes I would see 444 on the clock. Sometimes I would see 222, and I wasn't, like, waiting for 222 to come up. I would just, like, look at the clock, and it would be 222, and I'd be like, (laughs) oh, my goodness. Wow. And so you can Google angel numbers, too, but I know that, like, 444 is, like, you're surrounded by angels. You're being guided, like – don't worry. I think actually two twenty two is like stop worrying. I was like thank God. Um, and like eleven eleven. Yes, this or, is the one. that kills is, me. This is the one like, that kills me. This is like I see it every day. Um, and it's you're manifesting what you want. Like you're you're on the right path. You're manifesting what you want. You're on the right path.
1: That is so gives me goosebumps know, because me of what I was just telling all mm-hmm. of you guys. It's like whoa. Yeah, because that's what was literally like. I wasn't necessarily serving myself well, and like. Playing to all my talents in my life, and then that transition happened, and very quickly. Yeah. And parts of it were uncomfortable, but it, I knew with all my heart. Like now, yeah. I'm, I'm like living my truth. living my truth for yeah. sure, and doing the things I was meant to do it fully. Yes. Versus partially. Before. Totally. And
0: the good thing about angel numbers, like seeing the three thirty three, and then knowing what that means, or seeing the six six six, or who knows them. Yeah. What six six six? I don't know. I should look that one up. I can look that one up. I haven't seen that one. But. I, mean, I know I <laughs> know. But um when you're having a hard time, like these kind of woo things can help you get through things when you know just re- regular going through your life aspects aren't helping. Like sometimes you need that spiritual kind of otherworldly component to help you because we are like these energetic beautiful beings. We're not just like blobs. people at least
1: I'm not a blob blob.
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're so we're just there's so much to us and to our lives and our psyches and our energies we're really spiritual beings I mean I'm I'm really spiritual and I pray and I'm journal and I meditate and I do all those things and I really believe if you can do those things and find a connection and find this like energy you're connected to it really roots you and grounds you and brings you deeper meaning into your life it mm-hmm. helps me I mean yeah and last year it's
1: really changed my life profoundly. you mentioned journaling and I feel like yes. that oh my God. is such an incredible tool for a lot of people who are going mm-hmm. through a change or they're struggling mm-hmm. with something and I you know one of the things I recommend for my patients is get out paper and pen I prefer probably handwriting, but you know if someone has oh, yeah. to type, I that's fine. But, it, usually. And literally just write what comes out. Don't even worry about what it is. And I tease my patients. I said it's probably going to start something like this. Doctor <laughs> Bader wants me to do this stupid journal, and I don't know what to say. And this is the dumbest thing ever. And I don't know where she's coming from. But eventually, it will go from really hating my guts in writing to hating someone else's guts. The, you know, <laughs> to, well, <laughs> to getting kidding. something out that needs to come out. Yeah it will just naturally transition into what's been plaguing them mm-hmm. like what's on their mind
0: or what's really bothering them or
1: some sadness or some Yeah and then just take that thing and rip it up and burn it in the fireplace you know and then yeah. do it again the next day and it will become you'll you'll you know anyone who's done um the process of journaling will see it transition to like just a reflection of a healthier mind and spirit you know yeah. like you will have worked a lot of things out and i think there's actually been some studies with people who've journaled where like, a long time ago, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, when I was in med school, I actually saw a study where they took people with rheumatoid arthritis who were doing that, and their, mm. their rheumatoid arthritis was getting much better as yeah. they journaled. And so it's not just, no. you know, um, an exercise to process what's going on in your brain. It, it's literally, like, almost like we hold that emotion in our body. We do, like we talked about and in the And it's the a way of literally physically getting it out of your body.
0: Because if you don't get it out, it's just going to stay in there. And if you're a patient of mine and you're listening, like, you know how many times I've said, are you journaling? And I I help my patients get to that place where they can. I'll kind of prompt them and I'll encourage them. And, you know, if we've figured out, like, your liver pain's coming from some mom stuff or some dad stuff, like, which oftentimes it can. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's wild how much that can be true. Or, like, weight loss, you know, because you have some issues with mom around eating or, you know, long story short. Anyway, I just can't tell you how many times I've helped my patients get to a place where they can journal and their physical problems start to dissipate. Mm-hmm. I started journaling a lot in the last few years and it's been really profound for me.
1: Yeah. You know what, Renee? It's sometimes just the simplest things mm-hmm. that have the most profound effect. Yeah. You know, scary, you don't have to though. go buy like cri- bags of crystals and stuff. No. Just get out a pen and paper and yeah, write it. Yeah. I love. Maybe you should buy yourself a smudge stick at the grocery store. Okay, we live in Portland, Oregon, where you literally can buy sage Sage sticks at the at the grocery store store in the end cap because you know everyone wants to smudge their houses. Which, by the way, I swear to God works. Oh my! Oh my gosh! (laughs) Like I think a few weeks ago,
0: Sam brought it out and he was just like, "I feel like doing this right now," and I was like,
1: "I love you." (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And Sage your wallet while you're at it. Yeah. Because oh, it's not going to hurt. No. With your, totally. money, your money mojo flow. I know. Um, so yeah. Sage is so great. Yeah, sage is great. My sage mom Sage is too. She's pretty cute. Your yeah. mom is adorable. I know. Hi, Hi Mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're hey, listening. You're
0: listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so. um, great. You, oh, let's talk about, like, rituals around the new moon and the full moon.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't have very many okay. rituals around that. I don't have any rituals around that. Tell me what you do. Well, it depends on, like, what the full moon is in.
0: So, like, today, we have, like, a full moon in Aries, and so... Oh, these are things I don't know. Yeah. Well, I read about them, and one of my really good friends is a medical astrologer, and she keeps me in the loop, and we really want to have her on as a guest, Yeah, we need to have her on. She's fascinating. She's the best. (laughs) So, depending on, like, what the full moon or new moon is around and about and what sign it's in and where it's in my chart, like... I'll read about it and then like I will maybe journal or write down a bunch of intentions and like really get clear about that sort of thing. And I don't usually burn that stuff. I usually hold on to it or I'll put it in my purse or my wallet and like a few months later I might like look at it and be like, whoa, like we had a solar eclipse last year Mm -hmm. and I wrote down all this stuff and then I found it. Two months ago. Wow. It's all come true. Oh, that's awesome. And they, this, these were very clear things. Um, I was working through a lot of stuff. And, I mean, like, all of it came true. You really like, busted
1: out of your cocoon last year. I, I really to tell you, did. But that's giving me goosebumps right now. I know. Now.
0: And I still keep that same, the same, like, solar eclipse, <laughs> intention, <laughs> 2017. Like, that piece of paper in my wallet. It's still in there. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, yes, thank you heavens whatever um but so like new moon full moon um i'll also like um i'll give my full moon i'll give my crystals like a new moon or a full moon kind of bath in the sense like i'll put them on a little platter or something and i'll put them outside outside on my deck and then i'll like let them bathe in the moonlight Mm -hmm. (laughs) that night get a full like so the energy from that full moon i'll like kind of let it sit with those crystals um, and kind of cleanse them and then I'll bring them back into the house. And I sleep. I'll kind of... Ch- we don't have like a ton of crystals in our house but
1: we're getting more and oh more. Oh my gosh. Poor Sam. That's hilarious. I know. Uh, you're way more woo-woo than I am. I that's know. funny. I'm still an anum retentive German at heart. I gotta yeah. think things through but that's awesome that you do all that. But I read about them. Like yeah. I,
0: I don't just pick like oh that crystal. Like I'll be like okay I want this crystal for this thing and then I'll go to like the crystal shop here and I'll pick them out and so like I went a few weeks ago. I think this is when Mars retrograde ended. See how blue I am? <laughs> um, and I was like, I have to commemorate this moment because this has been such a hard three months. Um, And I, like, sleep with two of those crystals by my med, and it's really been helpful. everything
1: in retrograde last year? Six or seven planets Oh, yeah,
0: well... It was rough.
1: I'm glad glad it's done. still coming... Well, it's not done. Well, what's lingering? I don't know. Okay, well, I don't want to to know, blah, 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 because I don't want to think about it too much. Venus is going to be a retrograde soon.
0: But that's not a bad thing. It's just about getting clear. Like, retrograde doesn't have... It's not always bad. It's, like, about... Wherever this, whatever planet's going retrograde and whatever house it's affecting you, it's just helping you like work through some of your stuff. Mm -hmm. It can be really painful and hard, but if you can kind of look at it in a different way, it can be helpful. Um, But anyway, so like new moon and full moon, that's also times when like women can be ovulating during the full moon or menstruating during the new moon, and it's just helping to clear and manifest things. So, kind of like full moon can be more manifesting. Um, intention and manifesting and like full new moon can be more like intention setting there's a difference there so I don't know just get my woo on I love it
1: it's so fun you know
0: it helps me feel connected and give me purpose that's not just like logic and science and left brain. Like, I have to balance out my brains. Well, you right know, I mean, like
1: you're saying, we see so many interesting things, mm-hmm. you know, with, with our cases. And, and oftentimes, it's thinking outside the box. It yeah. actually makes the biggest difference for a patient who's uh-huh. had a chronic problem and yeah. seen lots of pe- practitioners. So, hey, what's the harm in that? No harm. Totally. It always
0: helps man. I feel like, if anything, it can be, like, the missing ticket to, like, help someone get through a place that we've been trying to work on. And that really mm-hmm. gets them through. Totally. Drilling. Yep. Yellow T shirts. So what about dreams? Oh my gosh, y'all. We're gonna have a guest on talk about dreams soon, I think. Dream That's work gonna is, be fascinating. Dream work is so amazing. One of my mentors, besides Yubi, in medical school on the Chinese medicine ta- side taught me so much about dream work and dream interpretation and he studied with his mentor and taught me a lot about like Chinese medicine interpretation in the dreams and so I dream so much about water, you guys, so much, like bathrooms, pools, oceans, a <laughs> lot of water, like, can't tell you how much water so I dream about. what is about. water about? Well, water is all about the kidney. Yeah? And I know for me personally, I am kidney deficient, so I always kind of err on the side of the That's tire, kidney, kidney, deficient, yeah. she has two Sorry, kidneys. I got two kidneys, <laughs> thank heavens for them. Allow um, me to translate. Thank you. In Chinese medicine, the kidney is about your essence, your energy, kind of like the ability to do, um, really having enough energy to like function a lot of the times. (laughs) And so I've always been a kidney deficient, energy deficient person. I've always been more fatigued than the average person. Like I have a bubbly, um, you know, personality and energy. That's just my personality. but. At my core, I'm exhausted a lot of the time, or tired a lot of the time. But I know how to work with my energy, and all the natural medicine and Chinese medicine that I do to help me function. I know what's best for me. But lately, I've been extra tired because I've been working through some stuff, and I'll have all these dreams about kidney,
1: well, water, that's interesting. And so
0: that's how I know and interpret. Me, I know how to interpret that as I need to work more on my kidney chi. Mm-hmm. and so for me that means rest, drinking more water, saying no to too many plans, um, really just self care and like so much rest. Rest for me is like reading Harry Potter mm-hmm. these days. <laughs> I know, like just re- I know. There's my will again.
1: <laughs> I never I tell love you about butter. my my dream series with cars. Yes, but was crazy. Them if you want. So, I, I went through a transition in my life where a relationship of mine ended, and I got some Chinese ear seeds put in. You know, where they put the little pellets in your ears and like they tape, tape them on. down, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to rub them every day. That week, I had the most crazy dreams. The first night. I think I was your student when this was happening. You may too, have done this told to me. me about this.
0: No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was me. Well,
1: somebody put the ear seeds I was in. One of my students probably was practicing. And so the first night, I had a dream that I had cars just constantly trying to run over me. And it <laughs> wasn't me. Like <laughs> running up on my lawn, running me down in parking oh lots. Gosh. Just I was I was running from cars and getting my daughter out of the way of cars all night long. It's crazy. The next night, I was there were cars all over, but they were like parked. They were there, and I saw them, but they weren't trying to run over me anymore. They were parked, and they were almost all black and white cars, except in a random orange car here and there. And my the guy I broke up with had an orange car. I remember okay, this. Right? I Right? Okay. Totally a student when this so I happened, feel like yeah. I was processing this yeah, right. So totally there's a, a, in there mixed in there would be like a little orange car here and there. And then the next night, I was like in my car, and I was driving Whoa. down the road, and I had cars like trying to like run over me mm. again, and like. I'm veering around all this wreckage, and my daughter's in the back, and I'm like, okay, i got to keep us safe. I'm driving through this crazy, like, down, like, crazy, right? So past all these wrecks. It's wild. And then the last night in this four-night series, I was driving not my car, but a fancy Mercedes the same color as my car. Like, I would upgraded somehow in my vessel. Whoa. (laughs) I was driving through this, like, inside of a building, parking garage. It was all kind of white and Mm sand-colored. And I was ascending up, like, safely ascending up in this kind of parking building garage. (laughs) And I woke up. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was, like... From being like run over by life and just you know giving my hold to people and having them leave me as wreckage mm-hmm. to like taking control and knowing how to keep myself safe to like ascending out of it and yep. there were no other cars in that last stream. it was nice just Mercedes. Insane. in a nice Mercedes <laughs> I know <laughs> but I think I mean the ear seats yes. kind of opened up oh, my did. psyche oh yeah and I totally processed that whole thing which. Was really fascinating. I don't know. Yeah. I think the healing process is so interesting. Ugh, so
0: it's amazing and dreams, y'all. Mm-hmm. I've had that's so cool. Yep,
1: yeah, totally. I, Ugh, okay, yeah. so that dreams. is a whole bunch of woo. That's a lot of woo. We may do a woo part do <laughs> woo part do, y'all. If you want, If you have questions about things that you've heard about, okay, ear candling, don't do it. You don't can, do don't it. Don't do it. Don't ear candle. But that. I don't even
0: really feel like that's woo. I just think that's it's silly. not woo, just
1: silly. Don't do it. You can ear candle a, a can of like seltzer water, How and you, you feel get the that? same. That's-
0: this is, like, kind of different woo than we've been talking about, but those foot baths. Those, like,
1: those like okay. detoxing foot I baths. Did you do that I, personally, I did it. And what do you think? Okay. I did one with, on my feet, and stuff came out. And then I did one without feet in it, and it looked exactly the same. Oh. I think whatever's in the actual water you put in that tub is the, the reacts stuff. with what you put in it. Okay. And so, and then I had my brother do it, and he had stuff come out. And it looked the same, and then another empty basin. So my brother and I, my brother's a dentist, also kind of science-minded, we both were like, yeah, no, we did our experiment. No, okay. I don't think it did anything. Okay. I can't say for sure, okay. but yeah. I, I, I wouldn't personally spend my money on it. Yeah. I Don't get mad at me if you no. do those and they help you, but I i just – I like to try things and really know same. and see what I think. And my gut feeling is it didn't do no. much if it did anything at all. And
0: I, I'm – really intuitive and I get really clear I can get really clear about like what's a yes and a no for me and like what's worth something and what I'm drawn to and like I've never been and I will try anything Mm -hmm. health wellness woo related really um and I don't have any desire to do that yeah
1: it's interesting I mean as as woo woo as we we are today we're actually picky about our woo -woo? oh and there's a lot of hoopla (laughs) don't do things to hurt yourself no don't do things to hurt
0: yourself (laughs) but like we love shamanic healing, and we yeah. love muscle testing with like a really qualified, good muscle testing practitioner. Mm-hmm. We're picky about that in particular, oh, for um, sure. But muscle testing for with certain physicians for me has been really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, pendulums are cool. Yeah, they we can like. be kind of interesting, and I've played yeah. with that a little bit too. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. My mom's amazing at penduluming. Giving it away, mom. You're I gotta amazing. put your mom on speed oh, dial. She's, she's on mine. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. But I have my internal pendulum, so I'm good. But yeah, she <laughs> You she's, got a good one. I got a good one. Okay, okay. that's woo.
1: Let Maybe, us know if you have questions. Then we'll do a woo part do. Yeah, woo part do, which could be really <laughs> interesting because now we're really splitting hairs on woo. Yeah. Um. But. Follow us on iTunes. Please review us give, if you have rate time. Us, give us
0: 5 stars cuz we love us. <laughs> um, yeah, we we're just loving this. We're loving the feedback we're getting. We love being able to share our woo and our medical knowledge and all the things to help you guys live a that the best life you can. All right. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Be Natural Radio for more tips and tricks on how to live your healthiest life. This podcast is sponsored by Real Beauty Food, Inc., makers of skin tea. Thanks so much.